Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Telling frequencies open, you've tapped into Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for January 27th, 2016, we prepare for the departure of Star Trek from Amazon Prime. Fans of Star Trek who are also Amazon Prime subscribers may have noticed that a countdown to departure has appeared alongside the various Trek series, or below them depending on your view there. The original series, The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise all show text that reads, Leaves Prime in XX Days, so 23 days, 22 days, 21 days. The counter will reach zero on February 15th, at which time this content will no longer be available on the Amazon Prime platform. Interestingly, the animated series is not showing this, at least I haven't seen it showing it in the screenshots that I've seen, so it appears to be sticking around. As for the other five series, however, this has caused a bit of a stir and cries of distress from many fans who rely on streaming to get their trek. Many, in fact, are angry that CBS is pulling the content. In recent years, we've all become accustomed to streaming through Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and other services. That's how I get all of my TV programming, We've become so removed from the reality of just a decade ago when we bought DVD sets or rented videos or even just waited until a Star Trek marathon came on television that the idea that we can't get everything we want practically for free causes cries of foul play. As we all know, a new Star Trek series is coming in January 2017 and this series will be made for streaming from the very start. It will be distributed on the CBS All Access platform, which costs $5.99 per month. That's not much. It's barely more than one cup of Starbucks coffee, less than the price of one Star Trek novel or magazine, or really any collectible you can find, you know, if you buy action figures. I don't know how much they cost in the States. I'm sure it's more than $5.99, though. But for those who are already paying for Netflix and or Hulu and or Amazon Prime and or cable for that matter, it adds yet a bit more to that pile of money going out the door for entertainment. So I get it. You know, five ninety nine is not much, but if you do five ninety nine here, seven ninety nine here, twelve ninety nine here, it does all start to really, really add up. Now the next bit here is just speculation on my part, but knowing that a new Star Trek series alone might not be enough to move fans to sign up, CBS appears to be doing something that makes perfect sense from a business perspective, but of course not from a fan one. They appear to be letting content distribution agreements expire, and that content is disappearing from streaming services. For Amazon Prime, the date is, as I mentioned a moment ago, February 15th. For Netflix and Hulu, I'm not sure what the end date is for the current agreement. However, I suspect that we'll see Star Trek disappear from those services as well as 2016 goes on. There was a news story just, I think it was last week or the week before, about CBS pulling their CW content 
off of Hulu. And I don't know if it's so much polling versus letting agreements expire. You know, that's that's an important distinction in the story, I believe, because when you say someone's pulling something, that's an action where a situation exists and they just decide, I'm going to take this away. It's like with Amazon recently pulling Apple TV and Google Fire Stick or Chrome Stick, whatever it's called, off of their store. That's a case where you're really taking something away. I don't so much think CBS is taking stuff away here. I think they're just deciding that when the current agreement expires, we're just not going to renew that. We're going to let it naturally run its course, and then we're going to turn our eyes towards our own project. Again, speculation on my part. I don't have any inside information on this. I don't know exactly you know, what we are looking at here, but that's what appears to be going on from my perspective anyway. So I do think that we're going to see Star Trek disappearing from all of these services over the course of this year. CBS All Access will provide all Star Trek series commercial-free, and that's the hook. So from a business perspective, if this is your strategy to gain subscribers, why would you leave that valuable content on competing platforms? As much as we fans want Star Trek available everywhere, for CBS, it's a business. It's just a business. For us, it's a passion, but for them, it's a business. Now, that said... Do I think this strategy is going to work? Probably not, at least not to the extent that they may hope. I think that the fragmentation that we're seeing with every network and service creating its own walled garden is not viable in the long term. I don't know how many of you out there have Apple TV. That's what I have. But it's astonishing, like over the course of the past year, how many new icons keep popping up because everybody wants to have their own channel. And sometimes it's related to having cable TV in the U.S. and you can enter a code and then you can watch the programming on there. And sometimes there are standalone services that you pay like $5.99 for. CBS All Access, in fact, is on Apple TV. And everyone's just kind of going their own way. And the whole point of cord cutting, and I'm a cord cutter, is replacing cable service with streaming. And the whole point of doing that is to reduce expenses while getting the programming that you really care about. But when the total cost begins to rival that of cable, consumers will no longer find it appealing. And I think that we're headed in that direction where when you start adding up all the different pieces that you need to get a wide range of programming, you start ending up with a bill that's similar to cable. And then at that point, it's easier just to have cable. I think a service like Hulu, which acts as a distribution channel for a wide range of creators and networks, for current and recent content, and that's very important to me anyway, is ideal. What I love about Hulu is that the shows that you can get on there are, they're the current shows the same week that they're coming on broadcast television versus Netflix, where it's more archival content. So I think a service like Hulu is great. I think that Hulu should charge more for the service, and I say that as a subscriber Get rid of the commercials. I know that they already have this as an option that you can pay a little bit more for, but I think it should be standard, not an option. I will say here, I don't have a big problem with the commercials personally. The way I look at it is, for years and years, we all paid for cable. 
and we all watched commercials. And no one ever really complains about watching commercials on TV channels that are coming in through cable because we just assume that's how it works. But for some reason, when we pay for something like Hulu, we get upset that there are commercials. But what's the big difference between paying for cable and paying for Hulu? When you're watching a show that just came on broadcast TV the same week. So I personally don't care that much about the commercials, but I think they can make it more appealing if they got rid of the commercials, but then they need to charge more for it. But if they did that, they could create a platform that networks want to be a part of because it's the best solution and it's profitable for them. At the moment, networks see going their own way as a better option, and it just creates fragmentation and ballooning costs for consumers. But that's where we are right now, and I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. So, bringing it back around to Star Trek, be prepared for CBS All Access to be your only streaming option by January 2017. And $5.99 per month is an extremely reasonable price. If you want to see the new series, you're going to have to pay it, at least at first. If you want all the other series and you don't want to pay, there's always the option of getting them on physical media. That's how I have all of my Star Trek. I have everything on DVD and Blu-ray, which I accumulated over time. The DVD season sets aren't nearly as expensive as they used to be. And if you keep your eyes open, you can find all three, four, or seven seasons of a series, depending on the series, in one box at ridiculously low prices. Especially the Blu-ray ones. You know, you can get them from the UK and they're region free, so you can play them in US players. And they've had some really incredibly cheap prices for like all of TNG or all of Enterprise. And even in the States, on DVD, you can get really great prices on TOS, TNG, DS9, Voyager, and even Enterprise as well. And once you have them, you have them forever. Then you never have to worry about who is showing what ever again. I know that's easier said than done for many people. I understand. Trust me, I don't have a lot of money, so I understand it's not easy to collect these things. But considering all the things we collect as Star Trek fans, collecting the actual episodes makes a lot of sense, even if it takes a bit of time. I think we've all just become so accustomed to streaming that we kind of forget that not all that long ago, this is what we would have had to do anyway. So anyway, those are my thoughts on the subject. I wanted to share because I've been seeing a lot of discussion about this and I've been seeing a lot of kind of knee-jerk reaction like CBS is stealing things from us. And I don't know, I just don't think that's the right way to look at it. You know, ultimately, they're the studio who created the programming and it's their product and they're a business and obviously that product is what they have to sell. I think we've all become a bit spoiled. And I saw something the other day, in fact, where someone referred to the $5.99 per month as exorbitant. And that's ridiculous. I don't think it's reasonable to argue against Star Trek on CBS Access from that angle. Saying that you don't want to pay it is fine. You know, saying that you don't think you should have to pay it 
is fine. And maybe you have a point. Maybe Star Trek should just be on CBS broadcast television instead of being on a streaming service. But saying CBS is trying to extract exorbitant amounts of money from the fans when all they are doing is simply trying to position themselves as a business for life in a different age of television is a stretch. The world's changing. Television is changing. CBS is being smart enough to recognize that they need to transition themselves or there will come a time where they'll be left on the outside. So what would you do if you were in their position? Wouldn't you do the same thing? Just as Paramount hooked its wagon to Star Trek when it launched UPN, CBS is doing the same thing with All Access. And I mean, that's because of the strength of Star Trek. You know, they know. They know they have something there that people care about. So again, from a business perspective, this makes perfect sense. From a fan perspective, I totally get why people are upset about it. But we're not going to change it. You know, this is their strategy and being upset about it isn't going to change it. So we just need to be prepared for how we're going to be able to access Star Trek in the future. And that's why I wanted to talk about it in this episode of Hyper Channel and share my thoughts on it. I'll just close by saying that I'm worried about whether or not I'll be able to see the new series. You know, you guys in the States are kind of upset that you're going to have to pay $5.99 per month. But otherwise, you can watch it. It's no problem. Just $5.99 and you're good to go. I, on the other hand, don't know. There's still no information on their international distribution strategy. Though I highly doubt they'll be making CBS All Access open to non-U.S. markets, at least outside of Canada, perhaps. But I don't know there because even Canada tends to get left out in a lot of these online and streaming systems, you know, or they have their own separate one that has a different catalog. So, so I don't know. I think they're going to do something. They said they're going to do something, but I'm, I'm concerned. So I would be over the moon if all I had to worry about was paying $5.99 per month. All right. So what are your thoughts on this? The best place to share those with me is in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. If you're not a member yet, you just need to type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field and it will come right up. It is a closed group, so you need to click join and we'll let you on in. But it'll be a great place to talk about this with your fellow listeners and me as well. I know not everyone is on Facebook, so if you're not, you can hit us up on Twitter, where our username is TrekFM, and my personal username is C Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. You can also send a message through our contact form at trek.fm slash contact, or a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash trekfm. Also, be sure to check out our 50th anniversary rewatch, plus all of our other shows. You can sample them all through the Trek FM Master Feed, or through individual standalone feeds. You can find those pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts, so just search trek.fm, and we should come right on up. And if you enjoy our shows, help us out. Help us keep it all going. You can join your fellow listeners who support us through Patreon at patreon.com slash trekfm. This is just critical to the survival of the network, and we really thank everyone who supports us there. It means so much to us. You can find out about the perks we have for you, how you can become more involved in the network, our exclusive website, Patron Zone, all kinds of things there at patreon.com slash trekfm. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for listening to my my thoughts there. I was going to call it a semi-rant. It's not really a rant, but 
my thoughts there on the whole streaming and and where that's headed. And uh, I hope you share your thoughts with me again in the Babel Conference. All right. Well, I hope your week's going well. I'll be back tomorrow with another story for you. And until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.